promised him that I would apologize, and if I get something wrong, I will apologize. If it's my opinion, though, I will dig my heels in. I said the Patriots never won back-to-back -back Super Bowls. I had a brain fart. 2004-2005. Sean was right. I was wrong. Sean, I'm looking right at the camera at you, buddy. I apologize. I was wrong. You were right. There we go. Feel better about that. Weight off my shoulders. I should have been there to help you out, but I really yeah. need more runs from the Braves <laughs> and the Giants. You are you are you're struggling with this game right now. Yeah, I'm, everything no. else looks great. I had the uh, under no. in uh, Blue Jays and uh, Reds. We go to the eighth scoreless total was ten and a half. That one looks good. Yeah, man, literally just one. There's just one. Uh oh. Although Seattle gets on the board one nothing, I have the under in that one. I have way too many bets tonight. That's the thing here. You Giants have, look you great in football. Very proud though, man. Yeah. You came into the studio with all those. There, I'll say this: there's something to be said about the hard ticket in your hand, the paper ticket, the old school. Just print out the ticket. Yeah, there's something about it. You went right up the road to the old BetMGM at Nationals Park, yeah. where the Phillies are right now, and. Phillies fans. You know, by the way, I thought it was bad enough having Red Sox fans all over the place here recently. Yeah. I forgot that the Phillies were in town next, and we got all these Philly fans invading D.C. And that game's probably not going to end, end anytime soon because it's uh, the top of the six right now, and it is 7-6 uh, Nationals. Jeez. So if you played the over in that one, you're looking pretty you're feeling, good. You're feeling, feeling pretty good. Yeah, unfortunately, I went over in Giants, Brewers, and Spencer Strider right now. Five and two-thirds. No earned runs. He's given up one single hit. He has 10 strikeouts and only one walk. So maybe the over, maybe the under was just the right play. And going contrarian tonight wasn't the right move. And that's going to be the one that screws me over. Well, you know what? That's what happens with parlays. Yeah. Parlays are parlays are the slot machine of sports betting. I, I would never do it. Every it time. It is really small. I would never do it with the parlay. The, the only reason that uh, I really want that, that Braves-Giants over is because I played that one separate, and then, and then I played the Mariners one separate. And then the uh, Giants, which that one looks pretty good in the mm -hmm. first half. Here's what I will say, though. Sometimes, if you just want to dabble in some parlays, just have fun with it. Just know that it's uh, it's very unlikely it's going to hit, mm -hmm. but it's okay sometimes. It's, it's okay. Like playing the lottery. You know? Yeah, because w that one time it does, you feel damn good. Yeah. Right? You turn... Yeah. These, this is why the sports books like to put those pictures out there, though, right? This guy turned a $5 yeah, free exactly. bet and a $13,000. He's the only one that's ever done it this entire season. Yeah. And the last five seasons. Tonight was just a responsible, hey, it's a Friday night. Mm -hmm. We're here. It's August 18th. Mm -hmm. throw out a, 2023. Throw out a couple bucks, you know? <laughs> throw out a couple bucks and just burn it. Burn it. Well, hopefully you can you never make know. a... Hey, we got plenty of time, though, in these I games. Mean, you never know. You, you, you can at least have a more... Like just have a positive mindset. Yep. You know, think think good vibes. That's what we got to do right There you here. go. The universe will work in your favor. Only six runs. That's all we need. You'll get more runs. Innings. Get more runs from the Braves. There At you least go. The Giants look good tonight. Although, unfortunately, uh, I look at the score: twenty-one-three at the half. So first half does yeah. go over. Yeah. 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 So uh, there, we're not we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, we'll leave that. Yeah, one. you don't remember me getting mad at the end of that? You were definitely in your own world, weren't you? Oh no, I remember there. Okay. I was, I was there. Yeah. The I over nine, over nineteen and a half. And you know, it was an even money, and I was like, I think I like it. I think it's going to be a sweat, but I think I'll take it. Whatever, it's preseason. I give up. Uh, NBA win totals are out. Thank God, because uh, it gives us something new at the NBA finally, as opposed to talking about Damian Lillard and James Harden for a change. Can you guess which team has the highest win total? I'm going to go with the Boston Celtics. No, no. In fact, they are. Uh, okay, you're. They're very close. Oh, the Phoenix Suns. No, still wrong. Oh, the Denver Nuggets. There you go. The defending. Champs. So the Denver you Nuggets. About them. The Denver Nuggets come in as the highest at fifty-four and a half. Yeah. Followed by the Celtics at fifty-three and a half. 
The Bucks are 52 and a half, and then it's the Suns at 51 and a half. So if we're looking at just the Western Conference, we can hit on the East in a little bit, get to your Bucks and your Bulls who... Team Midwest. I know you don't have... Don't look at it. I want in front of you. I just want to see where your Bulls are. Okay. You're not going to be happy. Anyway, so in the West, obviously, look, it's the Nuggets at 54 and a half. Fine. I'm surprised... The Suns sit at just 51 and a half games, given all of the talent on that roster. Yeah. What that tells me is that they're factoring in the potential for injuries during the season. And you have to. Kevin Durant has become injury prone now. Look, he's getting older. It happens. Bradley Beal, watched him on the Wizards for years, I can tell you. Bradley Beal will not play a full season. And then even Devin Booker misses you know, a, a decent amount of time for a younger player. So yeah. that's really going to hamper that. At first glance, I will say I'd probably take the over 51.5, but they could be a 54-55 win team maybe and still be ready. They're, they're going to focus on the playoffs. They will sacrifice wins in the regular season to be healthy for the playoffs. But I think I still like the over at first glance because it's only at 51.5. Yeah, I'm kind of sold that the Suns are going to win the NBA Finals, but I'm not sold that they're going to win 52, 53 games because I don't think that's the goal. But I don't want to bet the under because of what you said, right? I, I mean, can't you have bet all the under. that talent. Yeah. And who knows? Like, maybe this year Bradley Beal does want to play 70 games because he's on a contending team. Kevin Durant should not play more than 60, in my opinion, because the goal there should be you want him yes. available for the postseason and you want him to be 100% because he's the best scorer on the planet when he's healthy, right? I, I just I couldn't do it with their win total. Like what I would do, and I wouldn't even do it with the Nuggets, man. You know what I mean? Like not saying there's going to be a finals or championship hangover, but what's the motivation for these top teams that know that they have the talent to win the finals to go out there and win 55 games? Because that's just not today's league. You know what I mean? You just really have to be a top four seed in the West. So what I like to do is like scroll down a little bit and look at teams that I think are being undervalued. The Kings, we talked about them last night. They're 8-1 to one to win the division. I like them a lot, over 44.5, over 45.5. You know, obviously shop around. I would love them to win 45 games, and I think that they're going to do that. That's a 50-win team, in my opinion. Pelicans, same win total, 44.5. Those are the kind of teams that I want to target. Yep. You know, the Thunder, because they're young. Their stars don't need a whole lot of rest. You know, like some of these teams atop the board, even like the Bucks in the East, the Bucks are getting older now. You know, Middleton's coming off an injury-filled season. He's in his 30s. Giannis, every single season when they get to the playoffs, like that was my concern with them last year. I said that after the third week. I was like, Giannis's uh, usage rates are insane. It's like top four all mm -hmm. time. You know what I mean? And guys get burned out. So I would look for like those younger teams, if that makes sense. You know, even like in, in the East, Cleveland, 50 and a half. They could be a 52-win team. I don't know if I trust them when they get into the playoffs, but I sure as hell trust them in the regular season to go out there and be motivated every night to win games. Yeah, I mean, the, the Cavs were that team a couple of years ago where they doubled their win total from 23 to 46. Yeah. And that was, yeah, that was two seasons ago before they traded for Donovan Mitchell. That was one of my favorite bets that year. Uh, and then I went back on the same thing with this, the Cavs the last two years. 50 wins now, though. Seems about right. It seems about right, so I'd probably stay away from that. If I'm going around and I'm looking at the West, like, I'm with you again. The Kings at 43.5, that is really low. And last year, all of Kings Twitter got upset with me for ranting about how terrible the organization was, even though what they didn't understand was that I was actually on their side because it's they're the ones that had to suffer for years. But I'd probably take the over on it this year. I don't know if I'll have a battle with them again. They're all really annoying on Twitter, by the way. Kings fans became the most annoying fans on Twitter last year. Like, it was really, like, really cocky. Like, 
You guys are the dude that got laid for the first time in like six months, and you got really, really cocky and telling everybody about it, and you're like, yo, it's been a long time. Pump the brakes, okay? Like, let's get some consistency before you start acting like you're Ron Jeremy over here, okay? Yeah. But, like, it's fine, and it's it, good for them. I think they're over 43 and a half wins again. I think that that's a pretty good situation for them to be in. The Thunder drives me nuts at that number, though. 43 and a half for them, too, only because... They could be really good, but they're also still really young in a pretty deep Western Conference. Where like I feel like that number is set perfectly. Like that's a really good spot for them to be in. Yeah, because I kind of like Minnesota to bounce back a little bit, and their win total is forty-four and a half. And this is the problem, man. When we get to these teams in the West, right? I just I know everybody's going to say, "Well, I don't see Luca and Kyrie working out." Yeah, but I also don't know that I see Luca losing or winning less than. 45 games. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think there's too much talent there. Like, I would go over on the maps. I'd go over on the Kings. I'd go over on the Pelicans. I'd go over on the Timberwolves. Thunder, as much as I hype this team up, I agree. They're a stay away because I could see them winning they just won, 44 games. They won the West 40 games loaded, last man. year, yeah. And the Timberwolves were a mess last year, but I like Carl Anthony Towns more than, more than most. Maybe he does end up getting moved. I mean, I would rather move Rudy Gobert. I know you're not moving that contract. Right. But, I mean, I mean, they just ants, like, he could average 30 points per game next year. I, and with the Pelicans, uh, 44 and a half seems mm-hmm. so low. But here's my issue. How many games are we getting of Zion? Yep. How many games are we getting of Brandon Ingram? Because if you tell me those guys are playing 70% of the games, I think they win 50 games. They were the best team in the Western Conference last year before uh, Zion got hurt and started banging anything that moved. I, I, well, got caught doing that, you mean. That right. was I mean, going you on. You can do that. It hadn't like, changed You can't that. have them like, threatening their it had, life. Right. Well, it hadn't changed. They just, or it, it was just public at that point. You get all up in the DMs, and then that's the problem. Yeah, I mean, if I look at like the bottom, right? So you got the Rockets and Spurs who both won 22 games last year. You know how I felt about the Rockets. I was hoping that number would be closer to a 29 like the Spurs. Yeah. Spurs are 29 and a half. See, They're, like, that's... Yeah. I just don't... I, I just... How do you do it? You know what I mean? I just mean? think you honestly, because what you don't know is what that young team is going to look like in terms of responding to Ime Udoka. This guy's going to come in. Because, okay, let's put it this way. The head coach that they had in Houston before, nice guy, not a head coach. Right. Like, it's just that simple. So, the the place, it, it, was, it was pretty much known at this point that nobody was nobody was in charge, right? Nobody was in charge in Houston before. Now you've got somebody that's actually in charge in Ime Udoka. And you say, you know what? They're going to be disciplined. They're going to play defense. Everything's going to be better. Steven Silas didn't do anything when he was there. But at the same time, what happens if they're butting heads? What happens if Jalen Green's pissed off because Ime Udoka doesn't like that he's not playing defense and he's taking 30 shots in a game? Yeah. So I just, like, Fred Van Vliet adds a veteran leader out there at point guard. I like that. I I know, I I understand that he's he is an up-and-down three-point shooter. That doesn't matter. Like, there's just, there's so many things there where I think the Rockets can be better, but if you're talking about win totals, I'd probably stay away, and it might be a team where you can sneak in during the regular season when there's six, seven, eight-point underdogs on a Tuesday night going to Memphis. Then you start betting them at plus eight-and-a-half, and they start covering more, and the market hasn't adjusted yet because they're starting to get, like... They can sneak in on those games as opposed to you're looking at the entire season when it could be a roller coaster. Don't you kind of feel like the Rockets 
I, I feel like that could go two ways. Well, no, no, no. I'm not even going to say that because what I was going to say would be so insane. But don't you feel like the Rockets kind of just spent money this offseason just because you can't carry it over? They had money. Like, they you know literally I mean? had, they like, had 60 million how, in cap space. I, I don't know how any of this fits. Let's stick with this because we haven't even got to the East. Oh, we've got a lot in the East, too. And Your Bulls. I, I mean, screw them. There's, You know who I'm looking at already. <laughs> I, th- I, think, I think there's one win total that's way too low. And oh gonna, my god! I might have to bet it tonight, so hopefully the Giants don't blow this. Did 18 you, point did you, did you see? Quarter. Did you see who has the lowest win total in the entire NBA? 